The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to part one, session two of the Dungeons and Dragons starter set. I'm Joe, and we'll get started with Mike, Kurt, JJ, and Mickey shortly as we see how the adventure develops with our characters, Sir Moss, Thor, Ferris, and Bree. Enjoy the podcast. All right, so if you guys, uh, after your short rest, uh, you're going to pull the, uh, the cart off the road, tie it up, and follow the trail. What's the marching order for that? Who's going to be up front? I'm in the rear with the gear. All right. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy to take the lead. Okay. That'd now, do you have a shield? I, ha- I have a shield and an 18 armor class. Then I guess you should go first since I do not have a shield. Although, uh, I will go second, though. So I'll go third. I, if I have a shield when I'm using my Warhammer, but I will figure that out. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe the there's like a, a great hammer and a war hammer. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times I remember war hammer is just a really big one-handed. Okay. War hammers are versatile. So you, you can wield it two-handed to deal one die ten. Okay. Gotcha. But I'm going to have my shield to get my 18 AC and go out in front. So it's an eight? It's one, one die eight if okay. you go one-handed. Right. All right. One so plus two. All right, so you're heading down the path with Thor in the front. Um, uh, so, Ferris, thanks for healing me back there. And I killed a goblin threatening you. What was the you passive know, wisdom for Thor? Uh, 13. Pa- yeah, passive wisdom perception. Do I need to roll up for you? Nope, just uh, a passive. 13. Okay. So about 10 minutes down the path... Uh, up front, you're kind of keeping an eye out, I guess. You didn't say you were, so I have to treat it this way. That um, You see across the road, uh, across the trail that you're on, uh, there's definitely a, a snare set up ahead of you. There's a rope, and it's kind of clumsily concealed, and it's tied off here to the bent tree, and um, it's right there on the trail. If you stay on the trail, of course, someone's going to step on it. And I... I- uh, he, as soon as you mentioned that, I, I turn around. I'm like, "All right, it's your time to shine. Come on, Bree, you get up there and you do your job and you get the snare." Whatever, Sir Walter. You could walk around it. Why don't you go up there and hit the <laughs> snare? I don't see you limping like I'm limping. I'll go up there and get that snare. <laughs> what do I have to do to go up there and get that snare? <laughs> I, it's a trap. I, what do you want to do with it? It's a trap. All right. Uh, it's a trap. <laughs> throw a branch Throw a rock at it. Yes. Throw a I guess a branch I'll, on it. I'll, I'll I'm going to throw you at it. I'll chuck <laughs> a branch on it. Okay. I tell everyone to back up. Back up. And I'll throw the thing on it. Do I need to roll? No need, no. No need to roll. You chuck something at the snare, and it does trip, and it pulls that branch up in the air. And uh, hey, after... You know, bouncing a couple times, it hangs upside down in the air for, well, as long as you leave it there. <laughs> Clearly, it would have been unpleasant for somebody to get stuck in it, but you have avoided that. Do we look, or, like, has anyone come? Does it no. um, alert anyone? No. Or it, it makes no more noise than the, the, the rope being uh, wrapped around a branch and yanked up into the air. 
You wanted me to go into that thing? So like a no, I wanted you to disarm that thing since you are a rogue. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> I'm going to push you into it next time. <laughs> yeah, technically you guys are making more noise talking about it than it made yeah. when it was sent off. <laughs> well, but there's I a snare here. It's here for a reason. So either someone's hunting in the area or it's protecting something. So I think it's probably wise to take a look around. A detailed look around. That makes detailed sense. Detailed look. Or if we want to hustle away from this just in case they come to investigate that snare. A quick detailed look around shows nothing else in the area of interest. Okay. Marching on. Keep keep marching down the the path. Keep going. Keep going on down that railroad. (laughs) Uh, It's still the same order, yes? Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, I, I'm going. I'm going to do this as I think uh, a DM might do it with new players. Um, so I'm going to ask some leading questions at some points, and this will be one of them. Uh, is Thor keeping a better eye out now that one trap has been discovered? Absolutely, Thor is actively watching. Thor is actively watching like a hawk. Okay. So then after about 10 minutes more, something seems like it might be out of place, but you're going to need to roll for me. This is a wisdom um, perception check. 13 plus 3, 16. Okay. So just as you're getting towards what looks like it's out of place, you realize it's a pit trap. And if you take another half step forward, you're about to step right into it. Um, And you wouldn't have noticed it if you hadn't been paying more attention. See. Um, this place is littered with traps. Yeah. Hey, so, Walter, what's down there? Um, it looks like a pit. <laughs> Are there any spikes or monsters at the bottom of the pit? There is no description. So, uh, what I'm going to say is it's not very deep because, uh, again, mechanically it says you would only take a D6 of bludgeoning if you fell in, which I think is up to 10 feet. So, it's not that deep. Um, but it looks like it's designed... To stop anyone walking on the trail, it pretty much fills the whole trail where you were walking. So you just have to walk wide around it. Um, we still want. I guess I will uh, take a little bit of a uh, scrap of paper from my bag, and uh, I make a little makeshift sign beside it that says <laughs> "trap, watch out." <laughs> and then, uh, watch I, out. I, I suggest that we we continue uh, around that. All and, right. Uh, all right. And advise everyone to keep their distance from the trap. <laughs> I, I wonder if goblins are literate. <laughs> if they would even read it. I can write it in dwarven, okay. but not in uh, goblinish. So here we reach a point in the adventure that we have gotten through the first section. So at this point, um, once you've defeated the goblins and made it down this trail... You get 75 experience points each. It's just a flat number. And I am to make sure the players record this gain on their character sheets. So, it was so let me see. 75. 75. The first encounter and this? Yes. It's, um, for the first two things, they have an experience section, and it just gives you a lump number. And then afterwards, it talks about calculating it based on how many monsters and how many players. But for now, it's made easy for the DM as well that you've gotten this far. Here's 75 experience. Now we do next. Anything from there is good. Kurt's going to get me a bottle of something. 
All Preferably right. something delicious. Thank you. Is this a twist top? Should I don't want to magic break my hand. Thank you. Magic hat. So um, are, are we going to break so there gonna, for this recording? I'm going to. No, we're just going to keep going. Just yeah. going to keep going? Unless we need a break. Uh, maybe a little one. All right. And I can just pause it. I couldn't pause it with the other setup. So let me do that. I will press stop. Here. Are we still off? All right. Now we're back now. Why? It's okay. I, mean, I just had a, uh, so my cleric. It's good. To, we're at a spot between two right. things. So right. So just a basic question. Yeah. I don't play a cleric usually, uh, and the spell, the way that spells are handled in fifth edition is a little bit different. So I just want to make sure I'm right. So I prepare four first level spells that are available to cast. Plus, I always have bless and cure wounds. So I have six, essentially six prepared spells, but I have. Uh, well, and two of those are always prepared. And I have two first-level spell spots. So I have, basically, forgetting the two that I always have ready and prepared to cast, I've got four prepared, but two spell slots. Okay. So I can, am I correct that I can choose any of my four prepared spells, but yes. I can only cast a total of two before I get a long rest? I believe that's correct. correct. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. All right. Well, I, to, your, to the point, though, when we were starting back up, that's actually good to me. That's good to ask on the recording. Okay. Because I would think that, a new players, you get to this break, you just got your experience, you're about to enter the next part. Did I do it right? <laughs> it makes sense. It fits. Right. All right. Any other questions before we start? Okay. Um, I did want to make sure I have this ability called Arcane Recovery. It allows me to um, recover one of my spells that I've used. So I was going to recover my first level spell slot. So it's kind of like a second win for magic. Kind of. Yeah. You, hmm. you get a little bit of what you do back. Yeah, that's good. Right. I need to remember I have a you get that once a second day or for once per day. Wins. I saw that. Um, I keep forgetting the fighter. I actually have your character sheet here, one of the blank ones, a noble. Um, yeah, I, I would I would encourage you to keep an eye on those things that you have under features and traits. Um, the excuse me, the fighter one I just mentioned, second wind. I think that's where the arcane recovery is. It's on that right hand side. Uh, some of them you're going to be able to use during a battle. Yeah, it's super important. Like, I have a Cure Wounds spell that I chose, mm -hmm. and it, when I look up on the right side of this pregen sheet, it says, because I'm a disciple of life, which I know is a domain of clerics, and in the pregens, yes. it's the only domain. I know in the player's handbook, there, there's more and you can choose. But whenever I do any healing spell, the creature regains an adi additional hit points equal to 2 plus the spell level. Cool. So I'm just saying that, so if anyone is listening at home, like just like Joe said... There's awesome stuff over there on the right-hand side that you could lose track of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or or maybe if, if two of your party members fall dead, uh, you could buy Unconscious. 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 No, I say screw that. <laughs> I take offense. I, just, I was unconscious. I, I remember in, um, in, in fourth edition, one of the things I would forget is all those um, at-will powers, the stuff yeah. that were always there because I'm looking at the encounter and the daily stuff, and then I remember, heck, there's an at-will I have that could give somebody like a D6 of healing or something, and I'd never remember it because I'm always trying to figure out the really cool stuff. And you know, I would say, it, although they have a lot of information on the sheet, which is great, there's a lot of information on the sheet, which may not be so great, trying to remember where things are and how they apply. So we keep an eye on that. I have a lot of information here. that. We are now. Mm -hmm. We do. Okay. So we're going to move on here. So following the, and this is narrative from the book, following the goblin's trail, 
you come along a large cave in a hillside five miles from the scene of the ambush. So you've traveled about 25, 30 minutes or so at a quick pace. And... Oi! Yeah. My feet are killing me. <laughs> you, you have to have twice as many steps to keep up. Exactly. I'm tired. <laughs> a shallow stream flows out of the cave mouth, which is screened by dense briar thickets. A narrow dry path leads into the cave on the right-hand side of the stream. As a technicality note, um, does anybody want to do the campaign cartography? Does anyone want to try and draw the maps of where you are with a little scale for you guys' reference in front of you? Uh, I would say no one has to, but it can provide benefit. On our other game, having that map sometimes gives a little bit of reference. Um, So as a point, you're about to be going through this. And it's going to be hard, I think, to visualize all of that. So if somebody does a little bit of drawing, it might help. So you are approaching, and what you have is a large cave in a hillside. And there's a stream flowing from south to north, and that stream enters the cave mouth. Now, would you say that the face of the cave... Well, actually, it flows from north to south. looks like a giant head and like a goblin face that has like water coming out of the mouth, like... Uh, I might say that, but it doesn't say it in the book. Ah, flavor text, man. Flavor. Well, that's the point. It isn't there. (laughs) I want to play it by the book. Um, So, what you have, like I said, there are... (laughs) 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 So, picking on Mickey's drawing. They really are. You draw the damn thing. So, apparently, you're walking into a cube. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Stream. Um, stream. Yeah. So the, the cave mouth, there's a shallow stream in the cave's mouth. Uh, there are dense briar thickets on both sides. Uh, but there's a narrow dry path into the cave on the right-hand side of that stream. Uh, I guess I'd like to peek in there, see if I can see anything. Peek in where? Like there's that narrow peek opening. Okay, yeah, so pecan pie. Oh, pecan. Um, in order to get to the cave opening, you would have to cross the stream and approach from the other side. You guys are on the left side of the stream, and they're using left and right as far as I can see them here, mind you. So there's a cave opening. You're on the, the and there's a stream coming out of it. You're on the left hand side of that stream, and the dry path that leads in is on the opposite side of the stream. However, it is shallow. It looks like it's only about one or two feet deep. It's not... Uh, so we could easily wade across. Yeah. Well, you well, guys could. You could swim across. I could like, swim across. <laughs> but it looks like the, uh, the the way in is on the other side of the stream from where you But we've got to be careful. We might die dysentery crossing it. Mm. <laughs> I, weren't the archers in our last uh, combat in briar or thicket? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's like thicket the, on both sides right, of so the I'd, cave opening. I'd like to look carefully at the thicket Approach around the caution. At, mm-hmm. entrance as best I can. Approach with caution. <laughs> Cautiously. Oh, roll unless walking, you want to fail. Walking. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Um, I'll go off on a tangent on that for a minute. I keep forgetting. I want to put up my the paper that I have. Essentially, I would hang it right here. It says, if I didn't ask you to roll, it doesn't count. Because I like to play that way. That I hate when people set themselves up for failure. I'm going to search the area. Oh, I failed. I actually just rolled a one. Like, so I didn't find anything. I didn't tell you to. There's a, there's a door in front of you. 
Now, you're going to tell me that you can't see it because you rolled a one, whereas there is really a door there. Um, but anyway. There is no door. Searching. The, the thicket is thick enough that you can't see through it to the other side without crossing over there to look. Uh, I think we should consider crossing the river. Who's the tallest person could on we, that party? Could we hack, hack the thicket down? Um, as what Mickey was just asking, who's the tallest? Uh, as a technicality, does it have a height for either the, no, no. the human or the high elf? Because I would say in previous editions, the high elf might be an inch or two taller, depending. But between the two characters, they're probably close mm-hmm. as far as height. But now as, as far as crossing the river, what was the question? I, could we just hack the, the thicket down? Once you instead? cross the, the stream to where so it you, is. So you can't hack it down like right on our side? So on your side, now you can kind of see the map. But on the side that you are on, the thicket is right up against the hillside. On the opposite side, where the trail is leading into the cave, the thicket is, well, on the other side of the stream. Okay. See, as people who have played before, I think it, it, come, it comes against you a little bit. You're overanalyzing, and right. they're assuming, all right, there's a path. We're going over right, to the path. Right, there's a shallow stream and a path. Let's <laughs> yes. go to the door. <laughs> and that, that's kind of, I think, what they intend here. Um, and I, I know because experienced players, even if you want to say you're the newbie, you only played one you know, system, whatever, you've played enough yes. to know right. that there's got to be something we can do from where we are. Can we rig up an elaborate rope? <laughs> rope? Hold on, that is one thing you can Hardest do. system. <laughs> no. The no. fuck do you need rope for? So who is going across to the other side to take a look behind the thickets you can't see through here? It sounded like Thor was the one looking. Yes. Thor is, is bored and wants to proceed. There you go. So um, he... She... Bree is going to need a ride across the stream. The mighty, <laughs> mighty stout dwarf Thor more than happily puts Bree the halfling on his shoulders sure, with the not? assistance of Sir Walter <laughs> and carries her across the six inches she of water. So the her feet are tired. While, while, while they cross, he massages gently the balls <laughs> of her feet. Oh, Thor, thank you. So, th- so throughout good. the stream, the deepest part's about two feet. So, I mean, I don't know, yeah, chest she, height she or needs, so, right? She's like yeah. three feet tall. Yeah. She, she needs some help. But uh, <laughs> So you get across to the other side. Um, so you get over there. On the east side of the stream, flowing from the cave mouth, a small area in the briar thickets has been hollowed out to form a lookout post or blind. Wooden planks flatten out the briars and provide some room for guards to lie hidden and watch the area, including a pair of goblins lurking there right now. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. I shouldn't move very frost. You're not even there. <laughs> <laughs> Do they see us? Um, Do they see us? So, because right now it's the just goblins, creeping. The goblins are not really paying attention. As soon as you see them, if you choose to be creepy, you want to be creepy? Yeah, I'm of course you're right. creeping. He's creeping with a hat. Give me a stealth roll, <laughs> dexterity or stealth, whatever it is you Both have. Both of us are just him. I think I have Ooh, a, a passive. I have a negative to stealth because I'm wearing chainmail, so I have to. And what I will be doing is matching your number against the goblin's passive perception, kind of like we did with your passive perception when they were hidden early. Does he do the stealth check or do I? I would say both of you. Because he could be be really sneaky, and he could be on top of him saying, Oh, it feels great when you rub my feet! (laughs) So I have disadvantage because of my armor, which I believe means I roll the d20 twice and take the worst? Yes. 
Five. Five. Okay. Chinka, 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 chinka. I probably shouldn't try to be stealthy when wearing chainmail. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's a little bit of the sloshing left over from getting through the stream, but the goblins who are not really watching uh, hear a noise that you make and turn around and see you. Uh, and now... That was stupid of me. Now we are at another um, initiative. We have two, two goblins. And uh, for the sake of formalities, I would want to know how Thor and Bree let others know there are goblins here. I let them know by the crinking of my chainmail armor as I stealthily... <laughs> well, they up. knew you were going over there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, I how hope do they you did. let us know? Yeah. Well, goblins! <laughs> That'll work. Goblins ahead! Uh, Thor, 15 minus uh, 1. I'm just going to roll 20s or 1s. This die now, four turns <laughs> in a row, has either been a 20 or a 1. Brutal. Yes. There's nothing in between. And as this all came with the starter set. As long as you roll a 1 for me, I'm good. All right. So the goblins initiative will be 22. Oh, jeez. I had a 13, but minus 1 is a 12, so I had a 12. I'm 14 total. And goblins have 22. Correct. They go first. Bree has post-traumatic stress disorder and rolled a (laughs) 4. Even with your rejuvenated feet? (laughs) So, um, let me just make sure I'm going to play these two right. We'll just talk while he checks that out. Go ahead. What would you like to Let's remind Thor, uh, whose intelligence perhaps is not as high as some others in the party, that uh, being sneaky and stealthy in chainmail is generally not a great Thor, this is not the best thing Uh, to do. Can I have you check? He is also crossing a stream with the halfling on his shoulders. (laughs) True. So whether he was wearing. Cloth armor. I don't think yeah. that you would be very stealthy. <laughs> and rubbing your feet. I mean, kind of hard to do. Well, see, I assumed I was across and the halfling was off of my shoulders before I started being stealthy. But maybe so, that was my mistake. So this encounter is going to introduce us to difficult terrain. So uh-huh. Except for where the goblins were laying down with the wooden planks, mm-hmm. the rest of the area is difficult terrain in the thickets. Um, and it also provides cover. While you are in here. Difficult terrain provides cover? Well, the thicket. So they're hard to get through, and they cover you up somewhat. Okay. Now, how far away are Armin and uh, Ferris from the goblins? At this point, if everybody went up to the stream's edge, and they too went across, you are 15 feet away from what's happening. But you are you're only hearing it, not seeing it, because they're through the dense thicket on the other side. Okay. So you will hear... The, um, the two goblins shout, um, and, and they're shouting in surprise, but they oh. do get to act first. It's a, it's, you want to Half movement. <laughs> yeah, it's a, aye, we get attacked. And, and we, re- we, we reply. Yeah. terrifying <laughs> goblin voices. <laughs> ah! So they, um, the two of them were, were laying down on the planks. Uh, well, one's laying down, one's sitting down. They're looking uh, off into the distance. Apparently, they had these little spots cut out where they could see across the, the stream, but they weren't paying attention. Maybe they're playing Goblin Tiddlywinks or who knows what. <laughs> Tiddlywinks. And, uh, yeah, that's dating myself, too, isn't it? Um, 
and they just they leap to their feet, they grab at their scimitars and try and ready their shields, and they're going to attack you. Bring um, it, goblins! The goblins. I, I guess what I'm going to do here is: Are you still tandem? <laughs> Would would you have thrown me from your shoulders yeah. at this point? I thought that, although I did not say that before, I tried to get stealthy that I had taken you off <laughs> okay. of my shoulders. That's good. We're good. No, there. no, no, no. I kind of picture her just going like you, just kind uh, of like well, giving right. her a boost, and she just kind of flipping off. Of course, and rolling into the thicket. Awesome, because you know she's but seen one too many action flicks. You might not be wearing boots at this <laughs> Probably point, <not. laughs> just so you know, because my feet uh, hurt. So I, I've. I'm going to just give them their numbers, goblins one and two, and at least to start, goblin one is going to attack Bree, and two will attack uh, Thor. Uh, Eleven to hit. She, he misses. That Her miss. kung fu was strong. Yes, his was not stronger. And, and Thor. Eleven misses me. Well, I've got to roll it. And let's see eleven if I roll eleven. Me. No, six. Does six miss? Six misses. Okay. Surprisingly, <laughs> eleven miss six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, when we get onto a different game, that could happen. <laughs> All right, so the two goblins clearly shaken. They jump up. They 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 leap at you, swinging their swords wildly, missing horribly. Now, who's up? Can I see them? Um, you heard them. You'd have to. You can do this, but you have to move over there to see okay. them. You yeah, can't I'm, see I'm through the thicket. So you'll move over and you'll see the action going on. Correct. And, and they have cover. We're going to say the half cover. So what is it? A, a minus two, right? Can I move up to them or no? You can move right up to them. Now, does cover count in melee? No. Okay. Because if it does not count and you're going into melee with them, then you wouldn't have to worry about it. Because I has a spell I hasn't used yet. All right. What's the name of it? Shocking Grasp. Shocking grab them and choke them. Grasp. Is this Darth Vader style? Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's shocking. It's shocking, so that's more the Emperor with the lightning thing, right? So be it. Yes. Um, I was thinking of the... Never mind. There's no benefit to to doing shocking grass. I will will remain at range. That seems fair to go. Okay. So your Ray of Frost does not ignore cover, right? Does not, no. Okay. So you'll have the minus two. Very nice. I care not for your minus two. Let's see if I care. I have a 16. A 16 will hit, yes. Uh, Pick number one or two. Numero dos. Right now they are equal. Eight points of damage. Oh my goodness. Ghetto crit. So number two was the one that went after Thor, and he was already swinging wildly, not paying attention, not looking at anything. Um, the the ray of frost just bowls right into him, and he again popsicle and flops over back onto the wooden plank so on the ground. Makes plenty of little noises, <laughs> and that's how you do it. It kind of yeah. sounds like when an so icicle falls, and there's a little tinkling sounds and stuff. <laughs> So much to learn from my... Yeah. Who's up after <laughs> Ferret? Thor. All right, Thor. Excellent. And I am close enough for a melee attack you on one sure of the goblins. You sure are. Yep. You, you and Bree are pretty much next to each other, and there's one goblin left. All right. I am going to attack with my Warhammer. Single hand. 16 plus 2, 18. That will hit. Excellent. And then I roll 1d8 plus 2 for damage. Two, four damage. Okay. 
it's down here. So it, it, it yeah, it hits four. him. It hits him pretty hard. Um, but it, you get plus four for the hit. So it's actually sixteen plus four, I think. Because that's your. Oh, that's on the to hit, right? Yeah. 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 Kurt, you move the microphone down again. Sorry, that's because I was trying to talk to him offline. Right, but the damage <laughs> the damage is correct, right? Two plus yeah. the two. Yeah. yeah, the damage is fine, but uh, I, you had another bonus too. When we talk mechanics like that, and we're listening to, go ahead and keep it on. Okay, that way and we're catching Mike's it turn. as part of the the uh, starter set stuff. It's your right. turn I, again. The issue's Mike's turn. Oh, I guess That's I, Sir Walter uh, Moss. Sir Walter Moss will hoitily yeah. look at him. Sorry, hoitily <laughs> look <laughs> as he crosses the stream mightily. He says, then, "Pardon me, do you have any gray poupon?" And then he would like to. Uh, to rain down that axe on the last guy. <laughs> Bring you the know, rain. I love poupon on my. Uh, I love to poop on my sandwiches. You should. Is <laughs> it gray? Mm-hmm. I love to poop on my salads too. All right. So, great axe coming down. Oh, it was not <laughs> on your foot, and he misses that with a solid seven. Yeah. So you're kind of wading into this melee, which has the one goblin kind of flailing around with Bree standing there and Thor just having hit him and and. Your great axe is huge. You just can't and find like, that right opening in trying there. Trying to like right? not hit one of my own guys, and I'm I'm swinging the great axe around and Bree in the rear with the gear. All right, Bree. So Bree, so now now to be, to be clear, now Bree, I think one of your requirements is going to be fulfilled. I think for sneak attack, there's mm-hmm. only one bad guy, and you have two other allies there. So she is going to um, so she's jumped off of. Thor's shoulders and has rolled away and you kind of see her just kind of lay back and take her little short short bow and take aim at the goblin and and she's got a 21 21 will definitely hit hell yeah and so she's going to do her sneak attack that's two dice six one ghetto crit at nine (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know can you describe what a ghetto a ghetto crit is when you roll the maximum on the dice so I just rolled yes. a D6 and I rolled a 6. But that's not a crit anymore, Mick. No. It's a ghetto crit. It's always been a ghetto <laughs> crit. It <laughs> doesn't matter what die it is. Yeah, it's, it's always a, It's a ghetto crit. And for my sneak attack, I, di- I did an extra 4. All right. So that's um, 13 points of damage. Right? <laughs> you were one point shy of killing both with one shot. Because <laughs> uh, that's how she rolls. Yeah, one was already frozen. <laughs> and... Um, I, I guess we're, we're just, where do you want to hit him with the arrow? Right in the eye. Yeah, so the arrow just hits his eye, and a little bit of his eye comes out of the back of his head. And uh, <laughs> and, and splashes onto Sir Walter Moss. <laughs> Take that and put that in your pipe and smoke it, goblin. Goblin punk. Sir, Sir Walter uses uh, a minor action to take a handkerchief out of his pocket and uh, <laughs> wipe the guts off of his face. Yeah, I, I'm using yeah. the little the little stream, and I'm like washing things off really quickly, so I, I, I don't have as much goblin brain. So in in um in this edition of D and D, there is no minor action, right? Because I think that would be a cool running joke to use a minor, minor action, action to do whatever. That that could be pretty cool. I'll, I can use it as a free action. It's a response. Uh, what do they call it? A, uh, is it a response action now? Reaction. 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 That's uh, how shield works now. Yes. Right? So mm-hmm. reaction. If something's happening to you, you can do There's the also reaction. opportunity actions. Okay. Which are something happens and you respond to them. Okay. 
Cool. All right, so let's um, let me give you a little bit here. So now you have um, you have defeated the two goblins right inside of that thicket area where they had set up their little ambush spot or their guard post more so than ambush, and uh, there's nothing else right there in that area, just all thickets. Uh, so behind you now is the path that leads into the the cave mouth. Can we check the goblins to see if they have anything in their pockets or uh, loot the bodies? <laughs> Take the loot. Gonna loot the bodies of the goblins. Can we make that a standing order in our game that we always loot the bodies? Oh yeah. <laughs> And then no. can we, like, turn around and, like, kick dirt on them? Yeah, I, I want to say no because of the way I've looked at this. Uh, for this game, I should say. Other games, maybe. But the way they do this, so, for example, the goblins, there's nothing on them about I'm carrying coins or anything like that. This is a goblin, and it is the goblin entry. Now, when you meet the guy who isn't just a goblin, then definitely Make sure you're looting the body. Can In the I, meantime, unless you guys want to be carrying extra scimitars, short bows, any arrows you've shot, you can recover I now recover to arrows. your total because these guys had short bows and arrows. <laughs> it's a picture little Bree, three feet. She goes and she like puts her little foot on him and like rips her little <laughs> arrow out. <laughs> she turns Back around. Front. She turns around and like kicks her. I'm, th- I'm thinking of all those times in, like, The Walking Dead or other zombie movies where after they shot him in the head, they rip the arrow back out of it, and it's like, <laughs> nasty. Yeah, that's what just, yeah. yeah that's kind of nice. gross. Well, after we establish that they don't have anything on them, yeah. I would like to... Standard goblin fare. ...pitch their bodies, like, into the thicket, the thicket so that okay. they're not just laying there in case they have, like, a guard <clears throat> change or something. Okay. Done. What's next? Quite wise, Sir Walter. We're going to be peeking into the <laughs> cave like we were going to. Okay. Um, so just inside the cave mouth, a few uneven stones lead up to a small dank chamber on the east side of the passage. The cave narrows to a steep fissure at the far end and is filled with the stench of animals. Savage snarls and the sounds of rattling chains greet your ears where two wolves are chained up just inside the opening. Each wolf's chain leads to an iron rod driven into the base of a stalagmite. So just inside the cave to the right side is an opening, and right inside there you see two wolves on chains, and they're snarling and such. They, They clearly heard you outside. Uh, we should take them out. Or to dinner. Maybe let them go. No. I don't know. That's like, a horrible we plan. We let them out of the cave and just And like, they eat us. Can we like um Maybe skirt I can use some animal wall? handling to make them calm down. No, Sounds do like somebody actually, read this. That's actually a thing. Now. <laughs> it I is. don't know. It is. Yeah, it it's is. Actually it's actually a skill. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Does animal handling allow us to sick them on goblins? Maybe. I don't know. Depending on how well you do your drone. Right, give, it, give it a shot, man. Go stick your finger up his thumb. Give me I a... vote to like kind of like press against the wall and see if we can get around them. I nice. got a unofficial 20. <laughs> <laughs> so let me guess. This is uh, something plus a number that came to 20. Yes. Okay. What was it? Just for, for I got a nineteen. All right, so plus you rolled a nineteen one. plus one. So I, I was saying, like Kurt did it earlier. He was, I'm rolling this. I rolled this plus this. Just try and speak it out when you remember. I haven't been, but when we remember, I think it's a good idea. 
Um, all right. So, what do you do? Do you? Just like, and they're doing the the, the, okay. the dog whisper stuff, <laughs> okay. and then like, so. <laughs> okay, Caesar. <laughs> So the wolves, as you get in there and you're looking, you see there's actually three wolves. You can only see two from the opening, but they stop there snarling. They don't bare their teeth anymore, and they're, they're pretty much calmed down, and it looks like they'd probably let you by. All right. Um, can I get over to the where they're chained up? Yep. Um, I would like to go over there and then try to pull that thing out and then maybe walk the chains out of the mouth and let it go. Uh, Thor uh, puts his shield up, gets in a defensive posture with his warhammer. <laughs> it makes himself I'm as small as good. possible. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, Bree goes, are you nuts? <laughs> Wolves I, eat things I like me. I am a hero for all. For men all animal kind. <laughs> yes. You're, you're uh, not a druid, my friend. Because, because yeah, I like dogs. <laughs> because of your success with the animal handling, you can let them go. All right, I will let them go. Okay. Wait. Why? Oh. Killed them and skinned them and sold those in town. Or sick them on the goblins. Or just name them Huey, Dewey, and Louie and <laughs> send them out the door. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the the. The uh, the wolves will let take their lead and go off uh, outside of the cave. All right. They seem to be grateful. I would um, think so. Yeah, it, do- it doesn't look like they were fed very well. They're kind of scrawny, but definitely vicious. And, There's some uh, goblins Well, out well there. done, yeah. Sir Walter. Well, well done, done, you crazy-ass bastard. So, uh, <laughs> if, so that, uh, if I took the chains off, I'd like to take the chains with me. As a memento? I, I <laughs> Maybe okay. I'll, I'll whip something with a chain. Yeah, let's do uh... <laughs> whips and chains. <laughs> this is taking a turn. <laughs> um, so we got where... foot rubbing. We got whips and chains. We're on the right track you here, can folks. Put three fifteen-foot chains, if you want. I'm just These looking at the serious. room they're in. It's about fifteen feet or so, where they say the wolves can reach. So they probably have about a fifteen-foot chain. Cool. Okay. All right. So you got that. Chains. So now you st- you still have this room. You are in the the room. We'll call it the kennel because that's where they were keeping the dogs, and because it's labeled kennel, that makes it easy. <laughs> so the kennel room, um, right at the stairs, is as far as the wolves could reach. So now that you've gotten them calmed down and let them out, within that room, off to the east, farther, there's a uh, a narrow fissure in the wall, and. That's about all you can see in here. Some a little bits of rubble, animal waste, and it, at where that fissure is, it looks like it's probably a garbage chute. There's just a lot of trash sitting at the bottom of that fissure, and it smells pretty nasty in this room. It smells like animal waste and food waste and nasty. Can I look up the fissure real quick? Yep. Um, yeah. So at the base of it is rubbish. Um, Looking up, it goes up into darkness. Mm. Uh, probably from where you are right now, this area is lit because of the opening, the cave opening, and it being daytime. Uh, the area you're in is lit, but as you get up to the fissure, pretty much the natural outside light goes too dim to be able to see up into the fissure. And on that note, too, as you look farther into the whole cave, it's going to be too dark for anyone without dark vision to see. Can I cast 
light, which is a cantrip for me. I think so. On my Warhammer. Does it have to be on an object? It, it um, does? Okay. I have to touch an object no larger than 10 feet in any dimension. The spell lasts for one hour and sheds a radius of 20 feet. Okay. Uh, bright light for 20 feet and dim light for an additional 20 feet. So I have 40 feet of some light. Okay. Uh, I, I'm always waiting for somebody to do the old trick of you know casting light on a coin or a rock so you can put it in your pocket to put it out kind of thing. But uh, I think I also have dark vision. Yeah. Uh, dwarfs, I believe, right. do. So. Do you? As a high elf, you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but the, yeah, the human and the halfling do not. Do not. They are not able to see in the dark. Who turned out the light? Weeks. I cast light um, for you all. Thank you, Thor. I've never done that before. Uh, as a curiosity for me, are are there in, or in this rule book, in this edition, uh, for the starter set, is there anything about monster lore, like knowing about monsters by rolling a certain thing? Probably. Let me see. Let's take a look, because I, 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 I'll just say it, but for future reference, something like can goblins see in the dark? Goblins have dark vision. You guys might know that, so they don't need light here. And if you put a light up, they're going to know that someone who isn't a goblin is here. I would think that would be like a nature thing. Maybe. Nature or um, history? No. Nature would let you know about plants and animals. Does it, does it say? Because yeah. they, do, they do give types for the different things here. For example, goblin is a small humanoid and goblinoid in parentheses. So there's probably some knowledge about goblinoids. Otherwise, there's no need to even label it. Uh, history and Arcana don't cover it. Uh-uh. Okay. So what you're saying is I just gave away our location to all the goblins in the cave? Uh, not necessarily. You need light. Now, if there are goblins watching for light sources or noticing, then they're going to see it. But it just as a whole thing of I'm going to treat it like new players and a new system and um, your character knows goblins see in the dark. You see in the dark. But you also know you have companions who cannot. Right. So when you put a light on, the goblins will probably know that there's someone without dark vision that's around. But it's a necessary yeah, evil Yeah, we're tough. Point, we right? can handle it. Right. Speak for yourself, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I know I've suggested to uh, Bree to do uh, rogue things before. and she She's feeling kind of confident doesn't. since she took out that goblin before, so now she would be willing. So I'm thinking like this... This garbage chute, while it would be nasty, um, it might be a way to, like, sneak up behind them. Or, like, if she could climb up and then, like, I don't know, tie off a rope. Like, I, she might be able to shimmy up up the, the chute and then get us to sneak behind them. Otherwise, we can just continue down the, the path. I will do that, but I will need... Your sleeve, sir. You're going to climb up into garbage, just so you know. I need you to rip off your right sleeve so that I can use it as I climb up. <laughs> you see this weird little gleam in her eye. Like, <laughs> rip off your sleeve, sir. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to, as a germaphobe, uh, pass on that. So, oh, come on! Would 50 Sorry. feet of hemp and rope help? Yeah, she's got rope. She just wants to mess with him. How about a 15-foot right. chain? <laughs> <laughs> so she's feeling kind of uh, confident because she took out uh, a goblin this last round. So, you know, she's gotten a little bit of her, her little spunk back. So she's like, swagger. Yeah, I could totally climb up that. So Yeah, bring it. Let's go. Roll a strength or athletics check. 
Strength or Athletics? Where is it? Oh, there it is. Haha. <laughs> so strength would be 13. Well, you're not trained in athletics, Mick. And I'm not trained in athletics at all. That's acrobatics? Oh, there it is. Yeah, 13. Okay. So you're able to shimmy your way up um, after about, was it 25 feet for the light? 20 feet bright plus 20 more dim. Plus 20 more dim. Okay. So there's just enough light uh, at the end of the 30 feet of the fissure that you can barely make out what looks like a larger room that it leads into. And I actually have to flip an extra page because you went through that other spot. Um, and we have so screwed over the railroad. The, <laughs> not really because they allow for it. It's in the first freaking room. It's uh, the, what you can see in there uh, right inside. It looks like there are uh, a few sacks um, and maybe some crates uh, that are definitely not of goblin make. Human, dwarven, elven, whatever. So, most likely from previous ambushes, stolen goods, and um, and off to your left, which would be to the north, you can barely make out a set of stairs that would lead down. Um, this room definitely goes farther than the light allows you to see. So just to clarify, we came into the cave, fissures at the end, you climbed up the fissure, mm-hmm. and now you're looking out I'm into looking a bigger, into broader... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for like 10 or so feet of dim light. Do I see anything moving around in the room, or do I see anything that could be a threat in that room? Not within the light that you have, no. Okay, so I would shimmy back down and say, okay, so shimmy down. Yeah. I would tell uh, the rest of the party... Unless you just want to tie something off and have us climb up. I mean... I'd have to come and let you know what's up there. I wouldn't want you to like climb um, up into an ambush. I'm going to interrupt a little bit because it actually says that you have to roll whether you're going up or down. So you need to give me another roll. So I need roll. to know yeah. another roll to come down. Again, same thing. Okay, so yeah, you get back down. And it, it, it's uh, technically you move at half of your speed. Mm-hmm. So where it's 30 feet, um, you're going to move. Well, my uh, speed's 25. Two turns, right, to, so to do feet. it. So it, it takes you 10 seconds or so to get up or down. So I would climb down yeah. and let them know, from what I see, about 10 feet out, there's nothing threatening, but it looks like this is more of like a storage room, storage area where they have yeah. and, and items that they've scavenged could be. Yeah. from their Ooh. pillaging. There might be something of interest there. I like loot. There might be something interesting there. We should go check it out. All right. Let's climb up. Do you guys fit? Everyone can fit. Um, there's no limitation on size. It's just having to have an athletics or strength check. Well, I was thinking it was a dex thing. I am very athletic, so I could climb up there and uh, tie something off since I'm strong and I am athletic. Okay. So I well. you're going to go first? I will go first. Okay. Sure, after I did it the first time. You did a good job. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> second that. First. You showed me how it was done. And Remember that. <laughs> he failed. I, I don't, wait. Uh, 13, I think we established was okay. But did you have 13? 13, yeah. All right, I thought you had higher. Either way, it is okay, yes. So you make it up there. It takes you 10 seconds or so to get up there. And... Um, Again, you can only see in there about 10 feet or so, and there are a couple of things laying around, like I say, a couple of sacks and crates. 
Um, and you, can, you see the stairs off to your left, just at the very edge of the light. Um, and I guess I will... I don't have any rope. How do I not have any rope? I have rope. You have chain. I have chain. Although, I, if I can tie the three chains together... There you go. And put it in a... Shing! Shing! While you're thinking about that, you hear growling... Um, it sounds deeper and louder than the wolves that you just let out, but it, it sounds like another wolf. Uh-oh. Off, outside of your vision. All right. Um, I'm going to ignore it for this second and deal with just tying some okay. stuff up and put dropping it down the chute so that they can use it to help them climb. Okay. Do you have something to tie? Because if not, I'm I athletic. Mean, I can scoot up and I have 50 feet of rope I can drop down. I mean, I could use the chain, or I could look for something in the room and drop that down, too. So, I, I guess I'll Using use... Using a bunch of time. I guess yeah, I'll while, use that. I was going to say, while he's yeah. doing that, not to step on, but I'm going to try to climb with my rope. Well, we, is, we have established yeah. that Thor is not the patient type. Thor is not patient, and he yeah. has a rolls of 14 plus a 4, 18 yeah. to climb up climb with so my 50 get feet right of hemp and rope. Um, which I can drop down for anyone who needs it. Hopefully I don't drop the chain right on him <laughs> as he's climbing up. The so as, as you're getting up to the top, you're carrying your light source with you. Oh, um, my Warhammer. Yeah. So you're going to be in most darkness, mostly darkness. Your dark vision will probably mm-hmm. kick in when he gets up to the top. Um, and as you just as you're getting closer to the top and the light shines brighter, you can see farther within there. Um, right what looked like was right outside of the light you had before as that, that halo of light gets in closer, you see that there is a, um, a large wolf, uh, two goblins, and a bugbear in that room. And it looks Oops. like they have been preparing. <laughs> it looks like they have been preparing to ambush you before he just brought the light up in there. So they're right on the edge of the light source. I've made a terrible and, mistake. Uh, and you hear... Uh, the bugbear who's uh, standing there with, gosh, do they have his, I, I got to get his weapons, hold on, uh, I mean, just a moment. All right, so he's there with, uh, uh, you're still down, right? Really <laughs> weapon you're All right, down. downstairs, yeah. So he kind of looks like this right here. Um, but uh, <laughs> kind of like so, a werebear. What is that? He doesn't look bear. as much as buggy as I expected him yeah. to be. <laughs> so... He he's standing there with a big spiked morning star, and he says, "Who defy Clark?" Oh shit! And he rushes at you. Start climbing. Initiative. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to give everyone initiative, but you guys have a, a little we bit hold, of two what, rounds to get up there if you're able to climb up. Uh, and I'm going to have Ooh. three. That's I'm going like to split. Around. I'm going to split mine into three because I, got, I have three different creatures. I got the rare D and D zero <laughs> as initiative. <laughs> you were frightened <laughs> into place. You're like, what if I tie this chain to the? Who defy Clark? Not me. Not, not I. it. Thorin Stormstriker. Also, not the mightiest of men rolled a three minus one for a two initiative. Ooh. We got some problems up top. So both Thor and <laughs> Sir see. Walter need to check their underpants. The, the two, small clothes. The um, two up top have 
the lowest that it go, go ahead, JJ. You got yours? Yeah, everyone's done. All right. So I have a wolf, Clark, and two goblins. Oh I'm going to do three different initiatives because I have three different creatures. All right. Uh, the wolf has a 11 and 11. That seems higher than zero. Yeah. Clark. Let me just make sure I got that right. Uh, no, change the wolf to a 10, please. Um, Clark is 21. Mm. And the goblins, woohoo! A one Plural. plus two is three. There's so much badness places. coming our way. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to get booted into the garbage <laughs> chute. <laughs> you could, right. could, could they just jump right, down hard first the chute? So, so. You I could just also jump say down the chute, um, right? Thor, who has been very impatient this game, if he actually reads his character sheet, says, Also, I don't trust my gut feelings, so I tend to wait for others to act. Uh, <laughs> which makes me think that perhaps I'm not role-playing in quite the character. <laughs> So you're playing a flaw as a strength oh. and reversing it. And, I like um, it. It's opposite interesting. Deck. Well, i got to think these are going to be among our bigger bads, and it's time to rock some spells. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me just moment. finish this right here. i just got to write one more number. All right. Oh, so man. who's up first? Clark. 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 Um, so Clark... Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> could you just Could you like just let go of the rope and you'd be like, oh slide slide Don't down. Think that's not exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking about. <laughs> so Clark in one hand is holding his morning star and in the other hand the chain for his wolf and he uh, he shouts Ripper, eat him and throws uh throws the wolf forth at you and the wolf is going to make the attack on you. Oh shit. So what I want to do is put the um, switch Clark and the wolf, if you would, please. That sounds like a, a musical. <laughs> Clark switch and the Clark wolf. and the wolf. <laughs> Ripper, eat him. Um, Opening scene. So this big wolf, the, the wolf is about one and a half times the size of the, other t- the, the others that you released. Um, it, it, uh, when the chain is dropped, it leaps forward at you uh, to claw at uh, you. Or, actually, all it has is a bite. So it's going to try to bite you. Um, try. Yes, Get a bust exactly. that animal handling now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're like, 11, East, man. I- 11 to hit. 11 misses. Okay. So he, he jumps at you and snaps and snaps and snaps, and you fend him off. Who's up next? Rogue. Go ahead, Bree. So Bree hears all this commotion. You definitely do. It echoes down through the garbage. Echoes down, and she goes, "I think I've made a terrible mistake." (laughs) (laughs) There's a rope hanging down, right? Because Thor sent his rope down. He didn't quite get to that. He didn't quite get to that. This happened as he reached the top with his light source. So, is there anything hanging down? Nope. Start climbing. A chain chain may have just fallen past you to the ground. (laughs) She goes, what the hell was that? I want to stay out of the way because I'm about to jump right. back down. Are there stairs or so anything you hear she could take? up there and you hear that. <laughs> yeah, she's going to try to climb up the chute. Okay. And fails bed. miserably. Better get out there. So you got an actual. I got a two. Two. So one. Okay. She rolled so... an unnatural one. Ooh. Yeah. So she made it so up the first you slippery. Get up. There's lots of garbage. Well, after you guys went up there, there's all kinds of shit on the sides of the... Uh, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> do I go 
ahead of you or do you go ahead of me? Um, you were a zero, right? I was zero, so yeah. You're ahead of All me. right, so the way they describe this is kind of clunky. You can fall and take damage depending on how far you fell. But she has But if you yet. succeed, you get all the way up. And if you fail, how far did you get? I she didn't get just any started anywhere. climbing and didn't but like she couldn't only, get a good grip. <laughs> so it says uh, if you attempt to ascend, you have to do a strength or athletics check. And if you succeed, you move at half speed up or down the shaft. But on a check result of 6 to 9, you neither gain nor lose ground. On a result of five or less, you fall and take 1d6 bludgeoning damage per 10 feet fallen. But you didn't get anywhere. Right. So it's just a But failure. if you succeeded, then you got up there anyway. Well, no, because you can only climb at half speed. Yeah, and but it doesn't say to roll each round. Huh? It doesn't say to roll each round. Yeah, you have to roll for each half speed you take. So my half speed so would be 30 30 feet up. Yeah, I suppose that could... That, that makes a little more sense. I wish it explains it. Yeah, though. it's going to take her way. two rounds yeah. to get up at half speed. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so me. you didn't make it anywhere, just flailing Gosh, at the wall. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> she prepares for the next round. All right. Who's up next? Who's after Bree? Uh, Clark. All right. So um, Clark then looks at uh, his two uh, goblin guards there. Um <laughs> I want to give him names, Huey and Dewey. And I'm not <laughs> I like that. Um, he said he he uh, slaps one of them on the back, pushing him forward. He says, "Finish them, kill them, make Clark happy. Clark will build a throne from their bones." In session two, our adventurers found their way to the Cragmaw hideout and inadvertently ascended into Clark's room. In our next session, we'll see how they handle that bugbear, his big wolf, and his goblin guards. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.